0: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It is February 27th, and the gorilla and myself are back after a couple of weeks off. How you doing, Greg? I'm great, man. How about yourself? Well, the music makes me feel I should be way more up and energized than I do feel today. Right. <laughs> but aside from that, things are going very well indeed.
1: Well, we missed you in London, buddy.
0: Yeah, I was. Uh, I've been reading all the uh, the blog catch up, and then. You filled me in over the phone a few days back there, and it sounds like a hell of a party that I missed.
1: It was. Once you got over that mushy pea crap and the food, and <laughs> fish and chips with the skin still on the fish and eyeballs looking at you and stuff like that. Other than that, it was great. <laughs>
0: Where the hell were you eating?
1: Oh, just the local bar. <laughs> it, it was lovely. What were the highlights? nailer of course of course he's always a highlight all I I can say is uh, the cartoon thing that Rebecca Rebecca Kelly did at SEO Moz that is is, absolutely
0: fantastic I don't
1: know if it's funny if you weren't there but every time you see Dave now all I can think of is Fookin' yeah (laughs) because that's pretty much what he said the whole time and uh, she nailed him to a T it was was hysterical (laughs) but the highlight was uh the the russian mullet guy
0: oh yeah it's a good story you'll have to uh, you have to tell that for our uh, listeners
1: yeah so the big the big buzz around uh, the london show was online gambling right uh it's still legal there it is legal there and so a lot of the big name gaming companies were there and they were recruiting, you know, trying to nail down SEO people because there's going to be a big slugfest for the European market in terms of search. So it's a good place to be if, if you have some experience in that uh, space, right? So I came into the bar and there was a group of us sitting there and, and there was uh, my wife and I believe Jen had pointed out this guy and said, hey, he keeps staring over here, right? So he ends up, as soon as I sit down, he comes over to the table and ignores everybody else and offers to buy me a drink, right? Not everybody <laughs> else, just me. So rule number one, he's already pissed off my wife, right? <laughs> and he's a Russian guy. He's kind of got a mullet, and and uh, he's talking like he's kind of a Russian mobster. Basically, he starts offering me buckets full of cash to do SEO for the company he represents, who I'm not going to mention because... This is totally not their fault. So we're sitting there just kind of, he's he's kind of annoying, we're entertaining him, and we're sitting there, and he's, he's, it was almost like a Borat thing, right? He's got the accent going, and he's really kind of being so rude and obnoxious that we honestly thought there was cameras filming this guy. So in the process of offering me, I think it got up to 300,000 pounds a month. for that. (laughs) I'll break any non, non-disclosure, non-compete agreement for 300,000 pounds a month. <laughs> so, uh, but in the course of that, he also mentioned that, um, you know, if I came and hung out with him in the country where he's from, along with the cash, he'd hook me up with drugs and hookers. And he said that in front that's of my a, wife.
0: That's the perfect sales pitch in front of Yeah,
1: and I kind of told him at that point, dude, you probably just shut yourself in the foot right there, because, see, that's my wife, and I'm pretty sure she's not cool with me taking on gigs that involve drugs and hookers. <laughs> so, you know, I, I ran to the bathroom within in the lobby of the um, the place we were at, they had these little Vespa, the scooter things, so like for, just on display and they were roped off with the thing saying, please don't sit there, touch them. I come back from the bathroom, Russian guy's sitting on them. security's around, and he's saying, how much, how much I buy, how much? When he's trying to whip out money to try to buy one of the scooters. Then it progressed and There was arm wrestling in the bar with big Nordic men that could kick his ass, beat him five, six times in a row. (laughs) And then the best was he started talking to Dave Naylor like, who are you? You're a nobody. I don't know who you are. And Dave ends up getting him to say who he worked for. And Dave said, oh, I know your SEO guy. Russian guy says, no, you don't. And Dave's like, yeah, ring him up. Guy gets out his cell phone, calls him up says, hey, there's some guy here who wants to talk to you. And he hands the phone to Dave, and the person on the other end says, hey, who's this? Oh, this is Dave Naylor. Hey, Dave, how's it going? This guy used to work for Dave. So now Mullet Man's really screwed. So in the end, the whole accounting of the whole thing got back to his employer, and he is no longer employed with that company. So, Good thing he didn't buy the Vespa then. Good thing you didn't buy the best one. I'm still waiting for my suitcase full of uh, cash to show up at the door. <laughs> but, you know, the, the the moral of that story is always assume whoever you're talking to knows everybody there is to know in this business.
0: It's really the safest bet at a conference.
1: And then you won't make mistakes like that. And if you're talking to Dave Naylor and you don't know you're talking to Dave Naylor, you're probably an idiot. <laughs> Especially in London, in the U.K., where, you know, that's kind of his stomping ground, right? So, it's, hometown. it's hometown. Yeah, it was It was very funny, but it, besides that guy, there was a lot of big-name gaming places out there looking, and that's kind of the big rage for the U.K. The other thing about the conference that was uh, of importance to any listeners of ours, and hopefully we got some new ones, because a lot of people that I talked to at the show didn't know about our show, Uh, but the spam police are coming to town, right? Yeah. So there were some representatives of Google there whose purpose was to get a handle on what's going on because they're coming to town and they're going to clean things up, right? And the, the funny thing was is people that attended this conference were very much kind of 1998. You know, there was a lot of travel, real estate, gaming, you know, the kind of thing, and a lot of the stuff that I saw examples of was just some hardcore, old-fashioned spamming and jamming. And the looks on it their face, when I said, hey, you guys, get ready, because pretty soon you're going to deal with all the same kind of filtering we do over here in the States.
0: They've had it way too good for way too long. Oh, their-
1: yeah, and, and, you know, so I've kind of got a kick out of the fact that their, their deal is going to come to an end, which now ironically means that U.S.-based SEOs are kind of in demand over there, Good time to open a European office. Damn straight. So, who knows? That could be in the future. But uh, it was a great time, and we missed you sorely.
0: Uh, I, w- I was uh, I was feeling very left out.
1: We, I almost tried to call you from Paris,
0: but I know it didn't work out for you though. You couldn't. It's uh... a
1: damn extra code thing, and I couldn't just push the button that says "oil man" on my phone. <laughs> I had to actually. Memorize the number and then redial it by hand with three extra digits. And every time I tried to do that, I just was not in a mental state to <laughs> actually make that happen. But we definitely thought about you. Had a good uh,
0: time. much appreciated. My name even came up in the comic strip.
1: So felt,
0: uh, it did. It felt and like I was felt like I was missed. I'll be at the next one, guaranteed.
1: Absolutely. So that was yeah. that was about the gist of that. Um. And now I come home and it's all about this contest thing
0: again. The contest.
1: It caused a little a little stir. So last time we had the show, if everybody remembers, Todd said that he was gonna enter the Dave Pasternak contest. And he I did. did. And you did quite well. Took number one there. So apparently you and I are working on opposite sides of the fence. I, I don't really understand that whole thing. Um, I think there was a comment that Mr. Pasternak made, the Frog Guy, on PPCBlogger.co.uk. Yep, I that's the right one, right?
0: I believe it is. He's, ups-
1: he's upset that we are colluding together because now I'm number one for the phrase.
0: Well, his uh, let's get his exact quote here. With a that, data uh, code. Don't be fooled by Greg sticking up for the real Dave Pasternak. He isn't. He and Oil Man are just banding together to fool Google into thinking that they have the most relevant information about Dave Pasternak. This is duplicitous for a couple reasons. First, they're not relevant to any searcher looking for either myself or the chef, as the entry is really all about the SEO contest. Second, it undermines the contest if two of the participants are helping each other out. Kind of like a trial where the lawyers on opposing sides are in cahoots.
1: Now, so Basically, he's
0: saying we, we, we broke the rules of the contest, Mm-hmm. and I don't recall reading anything about any rules at all. It was who can rank for Dave Pasternak.
1: Well, and that's Robert, the whole funny thing. There really are no rules, number one. So let's talk about this colluding thing. You know, he works with this guy named Kevin, <laughs> who has a blog at kevinlee.net, and interestingly enough, Kevin hadn't blogged on his blog since last June so basically it's an abandoned blog until January when all of a sudden Dave's in this contest you've got to give the guy credit because he's been working hard since the he day the contest he's been busting ass since the I'm day the contest impressed. started and what he's doing and, and the sad thing is it's been a long time since he's been in the uh, organic side of things so he's basically out well let me see they pulled the charity card right mm-hmm. please give us a link and we'll give the money to charity um, he's been running around, leaving his oh, name on other people's blog comments, and especially the best is on Jason Calcanis. It's like, can we be buddies? Because <laughs> Jason's the only guy we hate more than him, maybe. so you know, he's just trying to drop his link everywhere. He made two another version of his bio page. He's putting a lot of good old fashioned webmaster Google guidelines work right. Well, and
0: that's and that's that's the. Ticket right there, old-fashioned.
1: And when everything said and done, school. I entered the contest eight days before it ended and almost predicted to the exact moment that I would become number one. And I spent about ten minutes total time on that.
0: So, oh, and here's, so here's the thing. So, so Dave's running around doing some some decent old-fashioned SEO. And right. good for him uh a little bit rusty, but he's he's done fairly well for it. And we get called out for breaking r- rules and colluding together when really the cahoots part of this was just a little more advanced SEO than he's doing.
1: It was just a bit more clever. And here's the bottom line. It's just, okay, I just have a better understanding of how everything works. And that's what I get paid for, Right. There, there's, there's
0: that, and I will never argue that fact. There's also the fact that clearly either one of our blogs alone just is simply more authoritative than didit.com.
1: Because they never got on the 2.0 bandwagon, and they're not, inter- they're not part of the community. Maybe that's because they're always bad-mouthing the community as a whole. So that's a very good point, number one, is uh, his little individual bio page on a static Flash-based site that you have to sign an NDA before you can even get in and look at, which is another stupid thing, but whatever. Um, even though that is a very, very old domain, that, that it's, it's not connected in today's web by any stretch of the imagination. So that means he's got to go out and pimp a whole lot of links. So us, on the other hand, we have RSS, our, even though we're not nearly as prolific bloggers is a lot of the people in our space, people read our feed. So one of two things. Number one, I knew not only did I get links to my page, but I have generated a ton of new links to the actual pages for the chef, which was my goal. A lot of people not only linked to my page, but they also copied and pasted the links to the other stuff. So as mine climbed up and got underneath yours, we're also impacting the guy who makes food, right? Absolutely. And when everything's said and done, and for all you people out there that link, so I didn't go and beg, I didn't ask one person for a single link. I made a post. You and I had a conversation. You decided three hundred one to mine, and our combined juice kicked everybody's butt.
0: We have Wolf, we have Gray Wolf three hundred in there too now.
1: Yeah, and if that one kicks in by the... If his disappears by the end of the contest thing, then it's going to be... It's a slam dunk, right? <laughs> so, and on top of that, the page is still getting more and more regular links because it, it was different than, you know... It, well, I didn't just copy his bio page. I talked about the guy who's getting screwed, and I think that guy is getting screwed, and I do honestly think... He is much more worthy of owning that SERP. Because he's an up-and-coming guy, he works hard, he doesn't talk out his ass, he doesn't do stupid stuff, and he doesn't go around spitting on all the other chefs in his industry, right? Well, and aside from that, I mean, if,
0: if you go out there and grab a million people and ask them who Dave Pasternak is, you probably get some people that go, oh, I think he's a chef. I've heard that name. How many people out of that million random people do you think are going to go, oh, he's a CEO of didit.com?
1: Right. Well, exactly. That's the we. You know, we kind of function in our little fishbowl. Absolutely. In the world, and, and a lot of times we believe that the web is us and our local immediate family, and it, it really isn't. And it's probably not a word that, without this contest, gets searched on much at all. But my guess would be, for the most part, um, when it does get searched on, it's for the chef. And what I noticed was we've screwed up all those searches. Like, even when you typed in the words recipe or even chef with it, you would get stuff about Frog Boy, right? So, what ultimately, you know, and, like, Stunt Double, his whole angle is, hey, we all got baited into, you know, we all fell for the attack hook and it's benefited
0: did it. It has.